Good afternoon. Uh, today is Maypole Day, May 1st. Um, welcome to my podcast. Today we're going to talk about incontinence issues and the difference between black and white women, as well as the environmental um, impact and genes on alcohol dependence. So let's talk about incontinence. This is actually good news for black women. Um, they have less than half the chance of developing urinary incontinence as do white women according to a new study from the University of Michigan Health System. The bad news is when they get it, the condition tends to be worse than in white women. Anyway, um, when they, uh, the amount of urine they lose during each episode of incontinence is larger, with half of black incontinent women reporting that they lose urine to the point of noticeably wetting their underwear or a pad compared to a third of white women. And the significance of this is the study confirms some common beliefs and refutes others. The medical community has long held the belief that black women don't experience a type of urinary incontinence known as stress incontinence, in which urine is lost during activities such as exercising, coughing, and laughing. In fact, the study found black women do experience stress incontinence, which kind of makes you wonder why they never thought this in the first place. The study is in the current issue of the Journal of Urology. It just amazes me when I hear these this type of these type of comments at this point in our clinical research programs. This is a population that may have been neglected because it was believed for so long that black women did not have stress urinary incontinence. Said the lead author, um, she's a professor of women's health and director of gynecology at the University of Michigan Health System. In truth, black women suffer from the social embarrassment of urinary incontinence and medical community needs to remember this when diagnosing and treating all women. You probably hear my uh, little Amazon and petting him in the background. The study indicates that black women experience urge incontinence twice as often as white women, which um, supports other research. This type of incontinence involves a strong and sudden need to urinate, followed by leakage. Additionally, it has been thought in the past that the other medical conditions associated with urinary incontinence are different between black and white women. This study, though, suggests that these conditions such as diabetes, constipation, depression, obesity, and chronic lung disease occur at the same rates between the two races. By the numbers from this report, it said about 27% of all women surveyed had the condition. The study found that uh, 15% of black women and 33% of white women have urinary incontinence. Uh, Black women with incontinence reported having stress incontinence in about 25% of the time compared with 39% of white women. And black women with incontinence reported urge incontinence in 24% of their cases compared with 11% of white women. The women in the study ranged from 35 to 6 years old with an average age of 42. Most of the women, nearly 70%, had delivered at least one baby vaginally and vaginal deliveries are most often associated with urinary incontinence. Um, There were 1,922 black women and 892 white women. It's kind of surprising why there was such a difference from three southeastern Michigan um, counties. And the data were collected through a telephone survey. Okay, so let's talk about that. That, That's nice. Uh, This is interesting, but it's all based on their opinion and retrospect and their feedback. This is, this has no physiological measures. um, So I don't know how much we can glean from this as being, um, it certainly lends evidence for more, more um, daily sort of analysis. So we can get a better glimpse rather than a woman's uh, retrospective view uh, from a phone call.
The next one is entitled Environment Key Early, Genes, Role, Expanse, and Alcohol Dependence. The influence of genetics increases as young women transition from taking their first drink to becoming alcoholics. A team of researchers at Washington University School of Medicine in St. Louis found that although environment is most influential in determining when girls begin to drink, genes play a larger role if they advance to problem drinking and alcohol dependence. The researchers studied 3,546 female twins, ages 18 to 29, to ferret out the influences of genes and environment in the development of alcohol dependence. And this report is actually in the April issue of Alcoholism Clinical and Experimental Research. The road to alcohol dependence involves transitions through many stages of drinking behaviors, from the first drink to the first alcohol-related problems, such as drinking and driving, difficulty at school or work-related alcohol use, to alcohol dependence. Environment. Whoa, what's there? You must see something. Environmental factors the twins shared, such as exposure to conflict between parents or alcohol use among peers in schools, exerted the largest influence on initiation of alcohol use. Oh, here we go. Peer pressure. The study found that females who had their first drink at an earlier age um, were more likely to develop serious alcohol problems. The researchers found that all transitions were attributable in part to genetic factors, increasing from 30% for the timing of first drink to 40% for, 7 for the speed at which women progressed from problem drinking to alcohol dependence. But genetics didn't explain everything. According to the, um, to the lead author, even when genetic factors are most influential, they account for less than half of the influence on drinking behavior. Um, that's good news in terms of modifying behaviors and re reduces the risk of developing alcohol dependence. Genetics aren't destiny, and the findings suggest that there are opportunities to intervene at all stages of alcohol use. The team had collected alcohol use histories from telephone interviews, here we go again, to determine when these women made transitions from one drinking milestone to the next. They studied twins to get an idea of the genetic influences on transitions. Identical twins share 100% of the gene same genetic material, and fraternal twins share about half. So when identical twin pairs are found to be more similar on a given behavior than fraternal twin pairs, this su suggests that genetics is playing a role in that behavior. The researcher used this twin-based design to estimate the contributions of genes versus environment to the rate at which women progress with stages of alcohol use. Um, Past studies have focused more on men than women, but um, the, the investigator says it's important to study both sexes because risk factors that contribute to alcohol problems differ sometimes uh, somewhere between males and females. She also noted that the study helps to, to dispel the myth that alcohol de dependence is a disorder exclusive to middle-aged men. In the United States, the prevalence of alcohol use disorders is highest among 18 to 29-year-olds. Isn't that amazing? Much of the heavy drinking that occurs in the young adult years is actually problem drinking. What once was perceived as partying a little too much is now being recognized as a, as a potentially serious problem. I, I really do think that's a wake-up call for the young folk. I, I know my own boys have had some wild times, and um, I know a lot of his, their friends drink, and it is rather um, disturbing how even this idea, it's almost like everybody's had a DUI at some point in time. Um, I, I find it very scary. Um, the researchers plan to extend their investigation to examine genetics, environment, and other drinking behaviors such as the cessation of alcohol use. Many problem drinkers in their 20s, for example, mature out of alcohol-related problems 
And the changes usually coincide with major lifestyle changes, including um, serious relationships, commitments to career, arrival of children, all of which involve significant changes in the environment. And I just want to add to that, that's providing they get there. Um, if they're not arrested and put in jail and or killed in a car accident or hurt somebody else. I guess the thing is that I wanted, the reason I wanted to share this is because I think it's so important that we start to talk about alcohol use among this uh, potential age group among this amongst this age group and and the potential abuse that we're seeing this does seem to be the the lost generation and um, there's a high incidence of alcohol and drug abuse that's all I have for today um, I hope everyone is doing well and uh, never hesitate to send me an email at Gwen at drgwen.com and I wish you well I wish you health and take good care of yourself this is Dr. Gwen